0: From the All-Indiana Podcast Network. The All-Indiana Podcast Network. This is the News 8 Daily 8. Now all the latest news. Kylie Conway has all the news you need to know. And more. Please stand by. Now, here's Wish TV's Kylie Conway. Hi, this is Kylie Conway, and this is the News 8 Daily 8 for Monday, May 10th. The clouds should clear out later today into tonight. Uh, That's going to make for even colder temperatures, though. There is a frost advisory for central and northern Indiana for tonight as temperatures drop into the lower and middle 30s again. Freezing start this morning in the 30s. Even with some sunshine today, we're not going to climb that much. We're going to barely reach 60. That is more than 10 degrees below average for May 10th. And right now, all eyes are on the gas pump. This morning, crude oil futures and gasoline futures are climbing. This comes as the nation's largest gasoline pipeline is shut down after a cyber attack. Work is underway right now around the clock to get operations restored. Gas stations across the city of Indianapolis are seeing 289, even 279. But that could all change tomorrow if operations aren't back to normal. The Biden administration says it's all hands on deck to restore operations and avoid disruptions. As part of that effort, the Transportation Department is loosening regulations over the transport of petroleum products on highways. They issued waivers on Sunday, allowing drivers of fuel trucks in 17 states along the pipeline's route to work past the 11-hour driving limit. People close to the investigation into the cyber attack are pointing to a criminal gang known as Darkside, as the responsible party here. Uh, A Colonial Pipeline Company released a statement and confirmed that hackers used ransomware to shut shut down its internal computer business networks, which prompted the company to shut down the systems that control the pipeline as a precaution. The company has brought in a third-party cybersecurity firm and is working to restore its IT system. Plus, they would bring, quote, bring our full system back online only when we believe it is safe to do so and in full compliance with the approval of all federal regulations. U.S. Secretary of Commerce Gina Raimondo is on Face the Nation Sunday morning. She says all businesses need to be worrying about cyber attacks. Unfortunately, these sorts of attacks are becoming more frequent. They're here to stay and we have to work in partnership with business to secure um, secure networks to defend ourselves against these attacks. We checked out several gas stations overnight. We found a shell station with gas at 289, marathon at ten cents higher at two ninety-nine a gallon, and then a speedway just a few cents less at two ninety seven. There is no telling how high gas prices could go if operations don't resume as normal tomorrow. And today a showdown at the State House. The General Assembly will gather to decide whether to override another veto by Governor Holcomb. The bill would restrict some local power during emergencies like the coronavirus pandemic. If local health leaders want tougher restrictions than what the state issues, which has been the case throughout this pandemic, a city or county council would then have to pass them. That is not the case right now. If the veto today is overridden, the law would take effect immediately. That means Marion County's mask mandate would end. Now, the Indianapolis City County Council is meeting tonight following the vote at the State House. So council members could vote to put the orders in Marion County back in place immediately after that veto is overridden, but uh, certainly something will be following for you. Now, today brings new rounds of vaccinations at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. People are getting their shots and will have to choose between the Johnson & Johnson one-dose vaccine and Pfizer's two-dose vaccine. Health officials are running the clinic in the parking lot across the street from Gate 2 on 16th Street. Now, tomorrow through Sunday, you can get a second dose of the Moderna vaccine and the first dose of Pfizer. And the White House COVID-19 response coordinator says the U.S. is closer to turning the corner on the pandemic. Right now, the CDC's vaccine tracker shows 58% of American adults have gotten at least one shot. Now, health officials are focused on the next challenge. The Biden administration's goal is at least 70% with at least one shot by July 4th. We're entering a new phase where access is really important and building confidence is really important. So that's what we're focused on. And I'd say it's all of the above. We want everyone to get vaccinated and we have enough supply for all adult Americans to get vaccinated. Former commissioner of the FDA, Scott Gottlieb, says it's time to start relaxing more of the rules requiring masks. I think we need to start lifting these things as the situation improves also to demonstrate that we can do that and that we maintain our integrity and our ability to re-implement these things when we have to. Gottlieb says the U.S. could still face a COVID surge in the winter. Community Hospital South is burying a COVID-19 time capsule. The hospital says it's to commemorate the hard work, long hours, and persistence of healthcare workers. The capsule will include PPE like masks and face shields and empty vaccine vials from all three brands. Community created a 50-page book to go in that details the pandemic timeline and features personal stories from patients. The time capsule is going in the courtyard of the hospital at 2 this afternoon. And recruitment of former army medics to help fight surging cases of COVID-19 in India is underway. Reuters reports around 400 medical officers are expected to serve. Other defense doctors have been contacted to perform online consultations. According to Johns Hopkins University, the country has seen more than 22 million infections and more than 246,000 deaths since the beginning of the pandemic. And there's more aid from other countries arriving in India. Three oxygen generators and 1,000 ventilators from the United Kingdom arrived yesterday. South Korea sent its first shipment of oxygen cylinders, concentrators, and negative pressure carriers. The Indian embassy in Seoul confirmed the arrival of the shipment Sunday. And the top leader of NASA says that China is being irresponsible with its space debris. Bill Nelson's comment comes in the aftermath of the drama that played out over the weekend. As we reported here, talked about it on the podcast last week. A used 22-ton rocket tumbled back to Earth over the weekend without any clear picture from China about where it would hit. China now says most of it burned up during re-entry and the rest splashed into the Indian Ocean. As NASA Administrator Nelson is calling on China to minimize future risk. The country is planning 10 more launches as it builds a new space station. Parts of eastern Texas are waking up to flooded streets and downed trees. Afternoon storms forced a flash flood warning in Lufkin yesterday. That's about two hours north of Houston. According to the police department, firefighters responded to five water rescues during the storms. The department says no major injuries have been reported. All over town where tow trucks are having to come and remove vehicles from the road that were stalled out due to the high flood water. Uh, these vehicles that you're seeing back here, they had water up to their hood at the highest point of the water. The Lufkin Fire Department is warning people, don't walk or drive in water covering roadways. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com acquire. That's linkedin.com acquire. Terms and conditions apply. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. And this morning, police in Colorado are trying to determine a motive in the state's latest mass shooting. A gunman opened fire at a birthday party yesterday, killing six adults before killing himself. Police say the shooting happened in a mobile home park in Colorado Springs. Investigators believe the shooter was a boyfriend of one of the victims. Officers arrived on scene and have located multiple deceased parties. Preliminary information indicates at this point in time, we believe that the individual, the suspect uh, responsible for the shooting is also on scene and also deceased. We did have one adult who was transported to a local hospital. Unfortunately, that individual has succumbed to their injuries. According to police, children were at the party. None of them was hurt. Now, this is Colorado's worst mass shooting since a gunman killed 10 people at a Boulder supermarket in March. Republicans in the U.S. House are poised to decide this week whether to remove a top party leader from her post. Representative Liz Cheney is losing more support from the top. Minority leader Kevin McCarthy now says he supports removing her as House Republican Conference chair. The issue is revealing deep fractures in the party between those who want Cheney out because of her criticism of former President Trump and those who want the party to stop looking back. Liz Cheney is saying the same thing that Kevin McCarthy said uh, right after January 6th, that this is Donald Trump and it's time for us as a party to focus on ideas and move on. Liz has been consistent Indiana Representative Jim Banks does not support Cheney and says the issue is larger than her. She's failed in her mission as the chief spokesperson of our party. We shouldn't be talking about Liz Cheney, we should be talking about pushing back against the radical Biden agenda and th- this is all a distraction from our ability to be able to do that. What? House Republicans could vote as early as Wednesday to remove Cheney. Fifty people are in the hospital after a clash between Israeli police and Palestinian protesters at a holy site in Jerusalem. Officers fired tear gas and stun grenades as protesters threw stones and other objects at police. Now, Palestinians report stun grenades were fired into the mosque. The site is considered the holiest in Judaism and the third holiest in Islam. The clashes come after Israel's Supreme Court postponed a hearing for possible evictions for several Palestinian families in Jerusalem. The possible evictions have sparked multiple days of demonstrations and clashes, clashes like this. And to business headlines, big insurers like Chubb, AIG, and Travelers are bracing for an onslaught of claims related to employment and labor lawsuits as workers head back to the office. One expert said employers are walking a tightrope and organizing a return to work fraught with liability and risk. A court date is coming up later in May that may decide if a worker can be fired for not getting the COVID vaccine. And that's just one of several lawsuits making its way through the system. BuzzFeed says Starbucks is considering leaving Facebook due to the tone of comments left on its posts about social issues and racial justice. Should Starbucks remove its page from the social media platform, it would be one of the largest companies to do so, but not the first. Elon Musk removed the SpaceX and Tesla Facebook pages in 2018. Apple released iOS 14.5 to the public at the end of April, which included the ability to stop apps from tracking your activity for ad targeting purposes. So far, only 4% of Americans are okay with Facebook and others tracking activity. According to Verizon media Known Flurry Analytics, almost everyone is saying, no thanks. So, iOS users who never want to be tracked, you do not need to reject apps individually. There's an easy way to just turn them all off. You can go to your settings, then go to privacy, then to tracking, and then toggle. It says, allow apps to request to track. Just turn that toggle off. Now, the nation's largest wireless carriers are lobbying to delay a new regulation on robocalls. The rule is aimed at overseas scammers who make them, citing concerns that the rule could end up blocking legitimate calls. Many of the billions of robocalls annoying Americans emanate from India, the Philippines, and other countries. FCC officials say the regulation, known as the Foreign Provider Prohibition, would allow them to better trace the sources of illegal calls and block companies that carry them. According to ProPublica, although 70% of Americans are eligible to use one of the Free File Alliance's offerings to file taxes, only 3% used the program. The IRS website lists the Free File Alliance websites that let you file taxes for free and lists the eligibility criteria for each. Read those criteria very closely before you break out your W-2s. All of those websites require an adjusted gross income of $72,000 or less, Some do not support filing state income tax returns or do in only certain states. Some also have age limits. And finally, a big wish granted. A boy in Bloomington is getting his dream of Disney. Two weeks ago, we introduced you to six-year-old Hunter Goldman. He suffers from a rare deadly disease and he wants to go to Disney World and to the beach dressed like Darth Vader. News 8's Hannah Mordeaux is who actually introduced us to him and the effort to raise money to make all of this happen and people are really coming through. So after our story aired about his struggle with juvenile Huntington's disease and his need to go on the trip quickly, donations poured in. His mom says the dream vacation is now happening in July, but it gets even better. This weekend, some of the Wish TV viewers gave Hunter a big surprise i saw darth vader i was excited you were excited i almost cried hunter was surprised with a visit from darth vader and his star wars friends it turns out a boy from lawrence vincent brooks aka lil lord vader saw our story and wanted to donate his custom-made darth vader costume to hunter his family asked the 501st legion a worldwide Star Wars costuming organization to help give the gift to Hunter while he was camping in Spencer on Saturday. Hunter was stunned. He was speechless, but told Hannah that he was excited times 45. Hunter suffers from juvenile Huntington's disease, which I mentioned. It is deadly. He is losing function quickly. So memories like this and his dream of walking on the beach and going to Disney World are important and very time sensitive. Since the pandemic stopped travel with the Make-A-Wish Foundation, The community's outpouring of support has meant the world to this family. Pretty speechless. Um, I was excited that everyone donated their time to be there for Hunter, and the outcome for it was amazing. And I can't thank everyone enough for what they've done, and especially the little, they call him the little Lord Vader, for him to donate his outfit. Like That just made me cry. It made my whole entire family cry, and it was pretty nice. Hunter's mom also told Hannah that another little boy in his class is having a garage sale and plans to give all of the profits to help Hunter. This has been your News 8 Daily 8. For WISH-TV, I'm Kylie Conway. Online at wishtv.com and follow us on Facebook when you search WISH-TV. Check out more podcasts from the All Indiana Podcast Network now Now. at allindianapodcastnetwork.com allindianapodcastnetwork.com